Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. Today, I want to talk to you about loving your neighbor. One of the things about uh, loving yourself is sometimes getting yourself off of your mind. Sometimes we can get so bottled down to by our own stuff that we only have ourself on our mind. We only have our issues on our mind. You know, I, I talk about, you know, you've got to love yourself. You got to spend time being aware, diving deep into your stuff. Yes. And that's very crucial and very important to the healing and transformation. But what I'm talking about is different. This is the the attitude of just, I'm in a rut. I'm not trying to do any inner self-evaluation. I'm just stuck in the pit of despair or the pit of fear or frustration or anger or bitterness or whatever it may be. And to really just shift that dramatically is to get yourself off your mind and to go love your neighbor, to go serve someone in your need. Now, does it take a little bit to stand up under the weight of whatever you're feeling? Absolutely. And well, you might, I mean, you might not even want to do it. You might not have any motivation to do it, but I guarantee you, if you step up and do it, even when you don't feel like it, that you will shift the darkness that, you know, you're just kind of, the, the way I explained where I was in my book is I felt like I was literally in a pit and I had all of this heavy, like tar, black tar on me. And I just felt so weighted. But as I took those steps you know, forward, I felt like I had to stand up under, under the weight of that. But it's like, soon as I stood up, just parts of that fell off and I got revelation and clarity or just strength and perseverance and the jolt from God to just keep going. Did it all fall off immediately? No. Did it, um, did it take time to, to, to get out of that pit? Absolutely. But sometimes we can just get so bottled down and we just sit in that pit just sit there in that poor me state. That's how I was. Poor me. Woe is me. My life this. My life that. It's so and so and so and so and so and so's issue and problem. Why I am. They're the blame. Um, If they would only do X, Y, Z, then I could feel better. But no, I'm responsible for my own happiness. I cannot put that power on anyone else. It is not my husband's job to make me happy. It is not my my child's job. It's not people I work for. It is truly my own self to choose to to be peaceful in the midst of the storm, to find out how to be peaceful in the midst of the storm, to um, to get over the issues. I'm not saying like get over it, like you just need to get over it. It's it's my job to do the work the inner work that it requires to 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 find that peace. Now, do I believe that people like myself can come alongside of you and support you and help you? Absolutely. But you, for me, I had to learn to just stand up under that weight. So one of the things I, I, I found that helped me a lot was to get myself off my mind and to just go and be a blessing the best I could in the situation that I was in. And that could be 
in any form of shape that you want it to be. That could be just being nice to the cashier. That could be baking some cookies. That could be, I don't know, whatever you want it to be. Just getting yourself off your mind. Um, A couple things have happened with my neighbors here locally where I'm at. Um, Sunday I woke up, it was Valentine's Day, and I woke up with just this, this check in my spirit that something something's going on here locally in our neighborhood and we have a Facebook neighborhood page it's awesome if you don't have that for your neighborhood I I encourage you to to create that and invite your neighbors it is a really neat um, way to stay connected with your neighbors we use it on on recommendations we use it for you know I'm struggling with such and such can you help me um just all sorts. I can't even think of all this stuff. But the thing that I used it for on Sunday was I woke up and I felt that someone was hurting and burdened and lonely and just struggling on Valentine's Day. And, you know, I have all the Be Love, Give Love merchandise. So I put together three goodie bags and with just different, different stuff, sweatshirt, um, stickers, a bag, um, you know, just some of our Be Love, Give Love stuff. And I put it out there on that community Facebook page. It's our neighborhood Facebook page. And, um, and just said, Hey, um, I just, I just feel like there's some of our neighbors hurting and I just wanted to bless them with a goodie bag. And I took a picture of all of it. And I said, if you know someone, um, or you yourself are hurting, I would just like to bless you with this. And I said, please reach out to me. And I had a neighbor reach out to me regarding, another neighbor that had just lost her husband and this was her first valentine's day without him and so she came over got the the goodie bag took it over just knocked on the door and and took off so she didn't know who who it was from when she received it but she took a picture of that and she put it on the facebook page our little community facebook page and said "Uh, this is my first valentine's day as a widow this was amazing and it blessed her day and and I had written a note and said happy valentine's day from a neighbor that cares I love doing stuff like that another neighbor reached out and it was turned out to be a tremendous blessing for her child and it just jolted their soul and brought some joy and some happiness into a a dark a dark place um, as to where they were so doing things like that um, helping someone in need just being available um, I know it's hard when you're in, in your own rut to, to love on someone else, but I'm going to tell you, God has a way of when you serve someone, has a way of just doing something in your soul to be able to just ignite you and to help you be able to stand up. It's a way to just come in and flood light on you. Um, so I encourage you to do that. Find some sort of opportunity um, big or small, however, however you can, to to get yourself off your mind and take that step forward. Another thing, um, you know, I <laughs> had a little bit of refrigerator issue, and my husband's not available at the time to fix it. So what did I do? I put it out on that community page and said, "Hey, I've got such and such going on with my refrigerator." Uh, kind of, you know, told him what I had already done to troubleshoot it. does anyone have a recommendation for a person that could fix the refrigerator? Well, my neighbor actually next door, she said, Hey, have you tried such and such? So I started texting her because I do have my neighbor's phone number. I have 
several of my neighbors' phone numbers, or at least I'm friends with them on Facebook. Do you? Do you even know your neighbor? Do you know the people down the street? Um, if you don't, I encourage you to to get to know them. Uh, God, God calls us to love our neighbor, and you know it is a, a beautiful thing to be able to have a connection with your neighbor right across the street, right down the street, or even in your neighborhood. Um, so anyway, my neighbor reaches out to me and we text back and forth and, uh, sure enough, between the two of us troubleshooting it, we were able to fix it. And I was like, sweet, who knows how much money I saved, uh, for a service call out to my house. So doing stuff like that, just, just being available to be, um, be a light to someone and, um, you know, love has to first start within ourselves. Absolutely. And there's that season where you need to dive deep. And, but then, you know, it has to blossom. It has to get out of you. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be completely healed and whole and just over, over all of your issues that you're going through to get out and serve someone. If you do a combination of both, dive deep and be aware of what's going on within yourself and do the work, reach out to me. I'm happy to, you know, help you, uh, you know, kind of work through that transformation, get some tools in your hand to help you through that inner work to where you can find peace and get your light shining brighter. But doing that along with looking for opportunities to get involved, to serve some way, somehow, you don't have to get involved in a big, big elaborate thing to where you're kind of in over your head, where you end up spending more time serving others than you do serving yourself in a way where you need to heal. Um, some people do that too. They end up getting so completely out of balance where they give, 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 give to so much outside of themselves that they forget to care for themselves. And that's probably why a lot of people get in a situation that they are completely burnt out, completely empty, have no joy or peace, exhausted, overwhelmed, sick and tired because they've just overextended themselves. There's a chapter in my book that talks all about boundaries. Trust me, I had to learn about boundaries. I love to give. I love to serve people. I didn't always, but I truly do love to help people. And, you know, you got to be careful because people like like myself and probably many of you that are listening um, love to serve as well. And so even though it's all good things generally that we get involved in, if we do not learn to set boundaries and say no to some things, and it's okay to say no, God does not want us to overextend ourselves so much that we are left depleted, we are left um, burdened, we are left giving nothing else to our family. If you are so busy that you do not have time to love on your own family and on your own self, you're way too busy. God did not want you to give, 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 give to the point where you have nothing left to give yourself or your family. There's a beautiful balance in it. And there's seasons where, you know, you're called to give a little bit, you know, more, maybe work a little bit longer hours, but you got to stay in tune, you know, into that still small voice, knowing where it's like, gosh, I, I really did not. I knew I wasn't supposed to say yes to that, but I felt obligated. I felt guilted. I felt like, well, if I don't, then X, Y, Z is going to happen. If you make decisions based on anything other than peace, it's not the right decision. 
If you feel guilted, obligated, or pressured to do anything, then it's not, or manipulated in any way, that is not of God. God would not call call you to do those such things under those circumstances. So I always tell people, don't make decisions based on your emotion. Find that peace and then move forward. A lot of times what happens with me is, um, and what I learned and what I talk about specifically in my book when it re- in regards to balance and boundaries, is God would speak to me first. And it would put it on my heart some way that that was what I, you know, that was kind of like my next thing, or that would be something that I would love to be involved in. And it's just something I'm having this just kind of inner, inner conversation, like, oh, that would be so neat. And then boom, a couple days later, here comes someone and says, hey, have you heard about such and such? We need some help. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about that. I believe that is God bringing someone to confirm it and you move forward. You don't even have to really think about that because it's just like, boom, it's just, it connects. But the times when people come to you and I've had this happen too, and I talk about it specifically in the book as well, people using things like, and this is that manipulation, God told me you were the person to do this. Oh goodness, (laughs) be careful because you're, if you're not grounded in I think, you know, however you want to say it, but grounded in source, grounded in God. Again, I don't like to throw my faith on you, but this is how it works for me. If I'm not grounded in that peace that I get from being grounded with with God and his truth and his word, then I can, you know, let someone else steer the boat. Someone that comes in that's big in the community that says something like that to me. Oh, God told me that you're the person. Well, gosh, who am I to say she didn't hear that from God? No, God says I would never tell anyone something first before I have not put an impression on your heart some way, somehow. That's just not how he works. Why would he go through someone else? He's going to go directly to your heart and speak to you and then someone else is going to confirm it. So please don't. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm all about loving your neighbor, but when it gets out of balance, then we're 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 just in a in a place of darkness anyway and we're not going to be near as effective for light and for good um, if we're just burdened and and operating in a place where we don't even really want to be. We just felt obligated and guilted to doing that. So, um kind of went off on a you know, on a rabbit trail there, but it is so crucial. Um, you know, I, I do want you to look for opportunities to give, but I don't want you to get into that mindset. Well, oh my gosh, I'm just not giving enough or I need to do more or whatever. No, let's sit back, make sure that you are giving time to yourself and your time with God. Make sure you're giving time to your family, that you're connecting with them. This is how I, this is how I live my life. I always make sure I'm connected with source. If I do not have that, everything else is a mess. That is where I have my peace. That is where I have that still small voice. I always make sure I'm tuned into that still small voice and that requires time and attention um, to make sure I'm I'm in sync with, with God. Then I always make sure my family's taken care of. They are my number one ministry. Whatever that looks like, for me, it requires me taking care of my home, taking care of my child, um, making sure I'm a good helpmate to my husband. Of course, I'm heavily involved in different work and 
uh, with Be Love, Give Love and you know, podcasts and newsletters and writing different things for people and um, serving others. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would say my life is fruitful, but it's in balance. And so it actually works almost effortlessly. Um, so I, I stay connected to God, make sure I give uh, enough time to myself and God and then my family. And then I have all this time to freely give and I do it from a cheerful heart. You know, God loves a cheerful giver. So make sure your heart is pure. But I encourage you, get to know your neighbor. Start a Facebook community neighborhood page if you don't have that. Um, look for opportunities to love on, on the people around you. Get involved in local community things. Um, you know, stay stay centered around your neighborhood and your community. You know, it's it's great to have a, a beautiful outreach to reach people all across the world. And of course, I want that too. I have connected with people all across the world. And it's it's awesome to have that sort of outreach. But if I'm just so focused on the people um, um, in, a different, in a different country and just wanting to expand that way, and I don't even worry about my neighbor next door or my own family, I think that's a little... That's a little um, out of balance. So love your neighbor, love yourself, love your family, let your light shine, look for opportunities to just be a light. I want to hear about them too. If you come across something and you just like, you know what, I want to do this. I want to, I want to try to try to do this for my community or for my, for my neighbor, small or big, whatever. Um, you know, I've recently connected with a, a lady and, uh, she, <laughs> oh, she's a fireball. She, she's in the trenches. She's, she's doing, doing work that a lot of people don't like to do directly related to homeless people. And she goes out to the, the tents, the camps where they're hanging out, where they're congregating. And, um, she loves on them. And I love that so much. She's fearless. She gets a lot of, you know, pushback from people. You know, all the yeah, naysayers of, um, you know, well, they're just spending that money on drugs or they're just this or just that. Or are you going to feed them for the rest of your life or you know, whatever? Just there will always be naysayers. But she's she's uh, yeah, she's a fireball. Nothing's going to stop her. She doesn't care about them naysayers. And she just loves. She loves deeply. She loves outrageously. And we've partnered up with her and we just, we just love what she's doing and I wish I could help her more. But we talked a little bit this morning and, and I just see all her posts of all these people. I mean, it's freezing cold here and we had freezing rain come in last night and they're outside sleeping in abandoned cars and dumpsters and tents and under bridges. And it just breaks my heart. I'm like, I can't, I can't have that. That's literally in my backyard. Not, not physically my backyard, but it's just down the, I don't know, four or five miles away. Um, it's not far. It's, it's in our community. And I just, I can't, it's hard for me to grasp that that is happening. There's enough of us around that none of that should be happening. If we all did our part and that's what we were talking about. I was telling her, I was like, I just, uh, breaks my heart. I just want to help everyone. I don't have the means to help everyone. And we talked about if everyone just did their part, people are stepping up. She puts it out there on Facebook and she doesn't do it to, to make herself look good. Look what I, you know, look what I'm doing. And I don't do that either. 
But there are people like myself and her that are, are called to be leaders, to be community advocates to inspire and to give you I call it like the spider web um, or the spider and we connect the web and we throw all this stuff out there and people come in and uh, get exposed and and come come and be part of it and um, that's what she does and she she throws it out there several times a day what's going on you know and she has beautiful stories of people getting jobs and um, it's not all about drug addiction. Yes, of course that's there, but it's not all about that. We're in COVID and we had a pandemic and, you know, it's hard times. But if we all did our part to love on our neighbor, the people in your backyard, down the street, in your community, under the bridges, if we all did that, if we all just rose up and did something, like she says, just cash at me $5. That could buy a Happy Meal for these children. There's children out in this Um, And don't start judging. You don't know their story. It's not our place to judge at all, ever. It's our place to love and, you know, let the judging be done by God, not by us. It's our place to to just be love and give love and give our very best. Uh, When opportunities come, if you can help in some way, do it. Do it. Small or big, just do it. Don't think about it. Just just do it, you know, when it comes to, you know, giving to, to homeless people or to ministries that are helping with homeless people. I just think it's, uh, oh, it's just sad um, to have that. I think if we all just came together and did our part and realized these are people, there are people just like you and I, um, they have a, maybe a, um, a different path but they are children of God. That's how I look at them. I look at everyone as children of God. No matter your background, your race, your sexual orientation, your religion, your political party, it doesn't matter to me. Those things are what divides us. We allow those things to divide us for some reason. And we shouldn't. We should just pull back from that be who we feel we want to be. If you're a Democrat, great. If you're Republican, great. Don't judge me because of who I am. Just love me. I'm different than you. You're different than me. Treat me the way you want to be treated. I'm going to treat you the way you want to be treated. And um, don't let things divide us. Don't speak harshly of other people that choose to be different than you. Don't speak harshly of other people that are hurting different than you, that have been on a different path, that, you know, we don't know. We don't know why people get into the situations that they do. And if we could just meet them right where they're at and love them, despite what we see or feel, and love them unconditionally and treat them like a child of God because we are all children of God and God does not we're all the apple of his eye every single one of us and if we can look at people through the vision of love God's love <clears throat> I think we would be able to um, move in a way of more compassion and more empathy and more grace and more unconditional love and just help So I encourage you to get yourself off your mind. (laughs) Look for opportunities to love. Make sure you stay in balance, okay? Make sure you stay in balance. Make sure you're giving yourself 
that love as well because remember you can't truly love others until you learn to to put a little bit of that love on yourself so love yourself love your family love your neighbor love the people down the street love the people in the community love the people under the bridges and in the tents and let's just get involved and light up this world if we all do our part if we all do our part we can make a world of difference I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Be love and give love.